Here's your Wealth Professional Morning Briefing for Wednesday, March 2nd. Canada's interest rate hikes start today, according to a panel of economists convened by Bloomberg. All 27 financial experts believe that the Bank of Canada will increase the benchmark rate by one quarter of a percentage point when it meets today. That will take the rate to 0.5% and begin an expected journey away from the low-rate environment we've become used to. With inflation running hot, the balancing act for the bank is hiking rates to cool price acceleration without decimating the finances of millions of Canadians who are loaded up with debt. The first increase since 2018 will likely set off one of the fastest upward trajectories for Canadian interest rates in three decades. The announcement at 10am Eastern is expected to also include a further reduction in the central bank's balance sheet, easing off from its huge holdings of government bonds acquired as part of the economy-saving response to the pandemic. Canada is examining assets of Russian oligarchs and considering more sanctions, the Finance Minister Christia Freeland said Tuesday, as Western nations increase pressure on President Vladimir Putin over his invasion of Ukraine. Scrutinising and potentially sanctioning oligarchs who are not already among the 58 individuals and entities recently singled out by the government could have a material impact in Western Canada, where Russia's wealthy elite has significant assets. Meanwhile, Canada continues to work with allies to tighten the screws on Russia's economy. Meanwhile, all eyes will be on OPEC Plus today as the cartel meets to discuss oil supply levels. The price of both the international benchmark Brent crude and WTI surpassed $110 a barrel early Wednesday, and the International Energy Agency says it's concerned about global energy security. However, despite some emergency releases of oil reserves this week, OPEC Plus is not expected to announce large increases in output. The US released 60 million barrels from its reserves Tuesday, but RBC Capital Markets says this is not large enough to offset the current market conditions. CI Global Asset Management is deepening its thematic funds lineup with the launch of two new ETFs, the CI Bio Revolution ETF and the CI Digital Security ETF, which are now trading on the Toronto Stock Exchange, provide exposure to rapidly growing sectors at the forefront of innovation and technological development. The CI Bio Revolution ETF offers customised exposure to firms that have the potential to be profoundly modified by genetic and biotechnology developments. While the CI Digital Security ETF supports focused exposure to companies that are on the cutting edge of fortified and defending networks and systems against cyber attacks. Finding companies that fit with investors' responsible investing goals is less challenging than it used to be. That's because so many of the world's large organisations are committed to increased sustainability as the financial returns in doing so become clearer. Research released recently by NTT, a consultancy that works with Fortune 500 firms to help them embrace new business models, found that 44% of companies experienced improved profitability because of sustainability. Seven in ten respondents said that building sustainability is the top priority of its board and the research also reveals how companies are improving their bottom lines by embracing sustainability. The top results of their initiatives were decreased costs through improved efficiencies, greater innovation and or new business models and increased revenue growth. These stories in full at wealthprofessional.ca and in our newsletters. Plus, Manulife names new president and CEO of its advisor business. NEI unveils a climate-focused infrastructure fund. And what makes an independent financial management practice stand out? For Wealth Professional Canada, I'm Steve Randall.